Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Joe Show Connecting All Abilities podcast. I'm your host, Joseph DeYoung. Um, today, I have a guest, another guest on my show today. She is the president and CEO of Thresholds. So without further ado, let's welcome uh, Jackie Johnson to the, to the show. Um, good afternoon. And good afternoon, Jackie. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Joe. Hey, it's my pleasure. Um, so how, um, how does it feel to be on, on my podcast? Well, I have to tell you, this is my very first podcast of my whole life. I've never been on one before, so it's kind of an honor. You get to be my first podcast show. Well, you know what? Well, this is the Joe Show, so this is where uh, this is where new new folks get interviewed, and you know, so this is where first timers get their interview on the podcast. So. Yeah, maybe this will be my springboard to fame. It all started well, here. <laughs> that, that might be so. <laughs> all right, so like, yeah, so I remember. I know that when when um, when you and I called and I talked with you, mm-hmm. and you were very excited. Yeah. Um, to be on the show. Yeah, you bet. All righty, so we're gonna jump right into the questions. Okay. Um, so tell me, so tell me about, so tell me about thresholds. Yeah, happy to do that. So Thresholds is a nonprofit located here in Kent County, and we started back in the mid-1970s when people with intellectual and developmental disabilities were moving out of these big hospitals, big institutions back into the community. And you know, that was a wonderful thing um, that the um, community decided, throughout the country, the communities decided that they could really support and um, give people a different kind of life in the community. And so Threshold started to answer the need of people moving from those institutions into the community. We built some homes and these were group homes. And so people moved in and we had staff who supported them. So that's how we started out. Three big homes back in the mid seventies. And now we currently own 18 homes um, here in the Grand Rapids area. Okay. So, um, so does thresholds, all right, so, um, yeah, because like when I was doing my research, um, over the, well, over the weekend, mm-hmm. um, I was, I, it, I was reading all about that. Mm-hmm. And then I also read something about like where you've done something with work with like medicine or something, or was it back in like the 90, in the, like in 1998, or if it's like the 1980s or 70s hmm. but I don't know if it was but like I was looking you up oh yeah and, um, well so in the past it? we did we did have a, a medication clinic so we had people that we served would come in and see the doctor for medications and yeah, things like that yeah that's so what I was, that's that's what I was mentioning remember. yeah yeah so we also have other programs um, that I'd be happy to tell you a little bit about. So we have people who live in our group homes, but we have lots of people who live in the communities, in the community. And so they might live in their own apartment, maybe on their own or with roommates, or they live maybe with family members. Um, some of them live in other kinds of adult foster care homes. And so we provide supports to those people too, maybe helping them with a budget or grocery shopping. or We're helping them with um, with home appliances or yep. cleaning. So you guys do Absolutely. housing for folks with disabilities, correct? Yeah, yeah. We help them with their housing situation. And then we have the group homes. Yep, you're right. All right, cool. Um, yeah, because like, 
Yeah, because I was doing the research mm -hmm. on that. So um, another question is coming right at you. Okay. So what? So how does Thresholds connect their clients with the community, and what do they do um, to connect their clients to the community? Like they have, um, do they have um, CLS workers? We do. We have CLS workers, and that stands for Community Living Supports. So we help people who are living in the community, either on their own or with other people or, you know, those various ways that I told you about. And so we might help them learn how to uh, order in a restaurant or how to make a good purchase at a store, how to figure out what size you wear, all of those kinds of things. So doing things with people that help them be full and very active members of the community is what's really important to us. Okay, because like, yeah, it's it's kind of like with another organization, um, uh, MOCA. Yeah. Um, because I had the executive directors of MOCA on my show. I had Tracy Hamilton on my podcast. And uh, yeah, because I've ha I had a CLS worker Mm. Um, named Mindy Walker, and she was on my podcast um, about one, two, or th yeah, three times. Wow! Um, and we we did the same thing. Like we would go out to Denny's or Burger King, and then so we would like work on money skills. We would order our breakfast, and then um, but we laughed and like we had <laughs> fun. But it was we were all about like we we worked together and we had a lot of fun together too. So so be, because I also remember. There is a CL, there's a CLS worker, um, and I believe you know, and I think you know her. And her name is um, Krista Noel. I do know Krista. Yes, yeah, so she's Chris, wonderful. Yes, so Krista, if you're listening to this, um, big shout out to you. Yeah, yeah, she's um, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like it, it, it. So it's like that. But is is it is is um, so is thresholds different from Mocha or is it the same? We are we are very similar to Mocha. So we serve people just like um, thresh or excuse me, like Mocha does. We have group mm -hmm. homes and Mocha has group homes. Yeah. We have CLS just and, like Mocha does. And respite. Uh yes, we have respite. Um, I don't believe that Mocha does rest, but they might. I'm not quite sure about that. Um, so we are very similar. Probably the one difference between us and Mocha is we serve only people in Kent County right now, whereas Mocha serves people in several other counties. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, another... Um, all right, so a, uh, another question is coming right at you here. Um, okay, here we go. So... Uh, all right, I'm just checking my recorder. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. So, what was the draw for you? What was the draw for you? It, what was the draw for you um, working at Thresholds? Ah, well, I have worked in the system called Community Mental Health for almost my whole career. And I worked in the Kent County Community Mental Health System, the Network 180 system. And I was very, very familiar with thresholds. Um, I had worked with them in the past. I knew people who were there. I knew what they were like. And thresholds has a very, very good reputation in this area. And that's the kind of an organization I wanted to work for. One that was known for really good services, taking care of the people very well, taking care of staff, being just a really solid organization. 
And, and also helping the staff out, too. So yeah. uh, my guess is that you started working there. Um, did you start? Did, so did you, uh, did you start working there in, uh, in, what was it, the, seven, in the late 19, what was, you said 1974 or 1971, or was it? Well, 1974 was yeah, when the organization started. Yeah. I didn't start there till 2019. Oh, 2019. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, so my, so my, yeah, cause I was doing the research and it says you worked there. In 2019. Yep, that was when I started. So, um, so did you? Okay, cool. So, did you work with folks with disabilities before that, or? I did. I've worked in um, other agencies as well. So, other agencies that support people with disabilities. Yep. But I knew a lot about thresholds and had worked with them a bit in the past. So, that was the way that I felt very comfortable coming to work there. Oh, okay. So, like, were you were you nervous at first, or? Oh yeah, of course. You know, it's new people, a new place. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, people, there are good people everywhere. I'm sure you know that, Joe. And so, I felt like I was right at home pretty quickly there. All right. Well, another um, question is coming right at you, <laughs> um, and I, I also um, <clears throat> so. And also another question for you. Um, I, I also found that you guys put on some events um, for folks with special needs. So tell me about the events that you put on for folks with disabilities. And how, so how many events do you put on? Like, do you do it all year or is it monthly? Or mm, Well... Um, so prior to me coming means kind of prior to the pandemic, you know, cause I started mm. in 2019 and then 2020, the pandemic started. And when the pandemic started, we had to really cut back on group, you know, events and stuff. I'm, you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, I'm sure. So prior to me starting, we had something in the fall called the fall ball. Yeah. I was about ready to say, I was yeah. about ready to mention that because, okay. well, I was about ready to mention it because I found it. Uh-huh. That you I found that you guys had your um, your fall ball um, last year, so um, I've never heard of the fall ball before. So could you uh, explain what it is? Yeah, happy to. So the fall ball is something that we've put on every fall, and well, a couple of years during the <laughs> pandemic we didn't, so we didn't nope. in 2020 and 2021. But it's a dance that we put on for anybody in the area who has a disability. They don't have to be associated with thresholds at all. So. Um, usually a couple hundred people come, sometimes more than that, and they have dinner and they dress up and they have dinner and they mm-hmm. dance and we have photos, you know, a photo booth. And a lot of the folks um, know each other from maybe from school or from other areas. So it's a really great time to kind of reconnect and just have a really good time. So we had that again last September. Um we had it at our building. So we are in the Special Olympics Michigan building. Um, and we're one of the partners there. There's nine different um, agencies there. Agencies, yeah. yeah. There's disability advocates, too. Yep, that's right. Um, because I had the CEO of Special Olympics on my podcast. Ah, um, Tim. I had, yeah, I had him on my podcast back in 2021. So. Oh, awesome. <laughs> now, have you had the, the CEO of uh, Disability Advocates on your podcast? Um, Dave Bukowski? Dave, no, I haven't had him on yet. I'll have to try and get him. But I had someone, I don't remember if I did, but I had somebody named, uh, I think he's visually impaired too. His name is, um, 
Uh, let me see here. John, oh, no, actually, well, he's, he's a guy that has disability, John Calci. Okay, I don't know him. So. Mm, no, I oh. had him on my podcast, but so... Anyway, back to the ball, huh? Yes, so yes we back have to this, that. Yeah, so last fall we had the fall ball in the big gymnasium at the Special Olympics building, and it was awesome. We had about 300 people, and they ate a chicken dinner, and they danced the night away and had their pictures taken, and it was it was really a fun time. So I just had a meeting this morning planning the new fall ball, which will be September 15, and Friday, September 15. All right, and you also, you guys also do, and Thresholds also does donations too. We sure do. We accept donations. How so. many? How many donations? Um, so how many donations do you accept? Well, we'll take as many as people will give us. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fall ball then will be September fifteenth, um, and we're looking for donations of money primarily to help pay for our expenses we try to make this affordable for everyone so we try to keep the ticket cost low um, but that means we need donors in the community to help us pay for everything from the food to the decorations to the music um, to renting tables and chairs so and we we publicly thank all of our donors, they get in the program and they get a shout out at the ball and they'll probably even be on our website. Hmm. Well, I may have to attend the fall ball. As well, well, that would be awesome. Fun. That would be yeah. great. <laughs> Love you to know, have you. Now that you've said that, now that you mentioned the, uh, the, the fall ball, um, because it's like the, uh, it's like the uh, prom too. It's like prom. You know? It is. So are there any other events that you... And are there any events that Thresholds uh, puts on, like, for the spring or summer? You know, a long time ago, we used to do a spring one. I think they called it the Spring Fling. Mm-hmm. Haven't done that for a while. Mm. So it's something we talked about, but they are a, they're big events to pull, on, pull off, you know. We need a lot of volunteers. So I know you asked about donors for the ball. That's awesome. We also could use volunteers. So anybody who wants to help us out, there's lots and lots of jobs. All right, cool. Um, okay. So another question for you. Uh, okay. I already got that. I already did that one. Like about what area in Grand Rapids do you guys, are you guys with? So I think I asked you that question already. Yeah, kind of. I um, talked about that. Yep. Kent County, Grand Rapids area. So, and then like back to the housing, mm-hmm. do you guys have folks with uh, visual impairments to, um, for like in respite or housing or in group homes? You know, I think we do have some people who have visual impairments. Um, one of the criteria to, to qualify for our services, because those are paid for, our services are paid for by Network 180, is the person also needs to have an intellectual disability. So typically, if someone just has a visual impairment, that wouldn't qualify. Mm, okay. Um, because I also, and also I think, um, you guys, I think, and then you guys also work work on um, cooking skills with the uh, with the uh, with the clients. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because it's kind of like the uh, another organization called Aim to Inspire, and I had oh. someone on there last year. Um, so a big shout out to her. Um, you know, so like, yeah, they they do the same thing. But they're mm. they're called Aim to Inspire. Cool. Um, okay, so like that, that's also another thing too. So like, um, 
And yeah, cooking is a very important skill to have. It is. So mm -hmm. like, do you guys like mark the microwaves or do you guys like mark the, um, the toaster ovens or the stove ovens or? Yeah, I'm sure we do. You know, giving people all those kind of visual cues and maybe even tactile cues to help them know what's, you know, what the markers are on it to know what 350 is for an oven and things like that. Yep. But a lot of times the people we serve might not even know what's a how to bake something in the oven, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, buying a cake mix and learning how to do that. I mean, what a great thing to be able to do is to know how to bake a cake, right? I love a good right. cake. So. Oh, so, well, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> so do I. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I'm a guy that, like, I can, like, I've mentioned this before. Um, I, like, like, for me, when I, when, like, I know everybody's cooking cooking is different so mm -hmm. like i cook on well like i cook on the uh the george foreman and ah. i also cook on the microwave so it's easier so i don't i don't use the oven mm -hmm. so i you know um and uh, let me see here so what do you see the future of thresholds ah that's a great question well um I think the future for people with disabilities is really bright. So I'm going to answer your question, not just about thresholds, but really for people with disabilities overall. Is that fair enough? That's fair enough. Okay. No. So <laughs> I think that technology is really going to revolutionize the lives of people with disabilities in the next, I don't know, five or ten years, we'll say. Somewhere around five to ten years. You think so? right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because with all the new technology that's coming out, including with, like with, with iPads and tablets and iPod touches and iPhones and everything like that, so mm -hmm. that makes mm -hmm. it also easier um, for folks with with disabilities as well, including folks with visual impairments. Yeah, um, because now they're coming out with the uh, robotics and the AI mm -hmm. and everything else too. Um, so, do you see thresholds? Maybe um, you see it like growing and five to ten years i really hope so and i think technology is one of the ways that that could happen i think you know i'm sure you know joe that the employee shortages are everywhere you know oh yeah and they they affect us in our organization mm -hmm. just like every company and so we have to be really smart about our use of employees and there's such wonderful technology out there to help with supporting people giving them assistance with maybe they don't need a human being there maybe they just need to be able to call somebody if they need help or maybe, mm -hmm. or or they can do it via zoom right exactly exactly because everybody had to do had to do zoom forever didn't in, it yeah well back in 2020 <laughs> yeah so seemed like forever <laughs> yeah it did so how all right so how can people get a hold of thresholds if they would like to be a client or work with a client Ah, well, there's a couple different ways. You can always contact us, and all of our contact information is, is on our website. Um, our website right now, it's going to be changing the name, but you can go to www.threshnet.org. Mm. So that's T-H-R-E-S-H-N-E-T.org. And we're getting a new website, and we'll have a new domain, a new address, but it will still go to that new address from the old ones. So you use threshnet.org and that you can always send us an email. There's our contact information on there and we're happy to direct you the right way. But I will say almost all of our services are 
serve are provided by Network 180 or are paid for by Network 180. So anyone who's interested in um, finding out if they qualify for any services from us can contact Network 180 and then Network 180 does an assessment to determine what services um, people qualify for through them and then if it would be provided by us. All right, and then you also have, and you guys also have a, um, so Thresholds has a Facebook page too? You know, we are working on that right now. We'll be rolling that out as mm. soon as our new website rolls out, which should be any minute. All right. Then we'll have a Facebook page. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. We're a little behind the times, but we're going to get there. All right. Um, then the, uh, the the last question that I have, well, actually, um, okay, so like, um, all right, so what do you like to, well, what do you like to do during your, what do you like to do um, when you, while you're relaxing? Oh, boy, to relax. So I like to cook. I like to cook a lot, so mm. I do that, cook and bake. Um, we also like to entertain. My husband and I like to have people over and, um, yeah, socialize, that kind of thing. And then I have two great Danes, and so mm. I really enjoy spending time with them, and we take them to the dog park, and it's a, they're a great way to relax. You know, dogs, they just accept you for who you are and are always happy to see you, and, yep, they're a great way to relax. All right. Well, thank you, uh, thank you very much for um, coming on my podcast mm -hmm. today, and um, it was an honor for you to be on my show. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything before we go? Is there anything you would like to maybe say or add to the conversation uh, regarding thresholds? Well, um, I would say we're just really happy to be able to serve the community. We're really happy to have been a part of it for almost fifty years, and to see how. You know, our understanding of people with disabilities has just grown so much. Whereas, you know, 50 years ago when we started, people never gave much thought to really all of the abilities and the the hopes and dreams that people with disabilities could reach. And it's just an exciting time to be in this field. And so I'm, I'm really honored to, to be a part of it and to see the lives that people are are really living very fully, including you. So thank you for having me. Hey, my pleasure. Well, that, well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes um, today's episode of the Joe Show Connecting All Abilities podcast. Uh, <clears throat> so as we so as we come to the end of today's episode, I would like to thank my guest for being for joining me today. Um, on the Joe Show Connecting All Abilities podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, um, please don't forget to share and like, subscribe, and comment down below, and also leave a rating or review. Um, and you can also find my podcast on the Whole Picture Podcast Facebook page, powered by WKTV, or you can find it on Spotify or Apple Podcast, or or Anchor.fm, um, <clears throat> and on you can also find my podcast on WKT. Well, actually, my podcast airs on um, on Tuesdays at twelve thirty p.m. and Thursdays at nine thirty p.m. and it and it also you can find it on WKTV channels Comcast twenty five. 
and AT&T 99. Oh, I hope you all enjoyed this episode and, uh, and please take care of yourselves and each other and have a good day and have a good night. And, uh, and then until next time, peace.